Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, January 21st, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got a look back at Chuck Schumer's first year as Senate Majority Leader. Number two, news on voting rights. And number three, a big endorsement in the Pennsylvania GOP Senate primary race. All right, Jake, let's get into it. TGIF, it has been a week and a half here in Washington. And it's only um, been f- and it's only been four days, three days. Today's the fourth. It's only a four day week. <laughs> it's pretty amazing how those short weeks often can feel longer than the rest. But we are leading Punchbowl News AM with a very us top. You know, there's been so much noise this week about President Joe Biden's first anniversary in office, how he's done, where, you know, the reset moment that he's trying to do. But for us, you know, the center of gravity is Capitol Hill. And there's another person who's having a one-year anniversary. That is Chuck Schumer. Celebrating his first year atop the quote-unquote world's greatest deliberative body. Let's talk it out here, Jake. What do you see as, you know, Kind of give us give us the, uh, the the short and dirty here. Well, you know, we thought about doing a, a scorecard for all for you know Schumer, McCarthy, McConnell, and um, and uh, uh, Schumer, McCarthy, and Pelosi. Sorry, Sorry Speaker you know, Nancy Pelosi. Don't forget her. Yeah, the Speaker <laughs> of the House. Uh, but you know, they've all been in these roles before, right? I mean. This is not a this is not a new role for any of these folks. So we decided to just stick with with Schumer. And if you want the Schumer has done a bunch of interviews this week, uh, Politico, New York Times, Washington Post. You certainly uh, thinking about his legacy AP <laughs> when you look at that, that that array of news organizations that he's yeah, making he's the case to. Of, yeah, he's made kind of similar arguments, which is well. Um, it's all good that we just blew it on the voting rights thing. It's all good that we lost and, uh, it's all historic and we're going to go beyond that. Um, uh, so I will say this, he's had a bunch of victories. He's had the, he was able to get a power sharing agreement with McConnell, not with the roughly $2 trillion American rescue plan was a big deal. He got an anti-Asian hate bill. He got a China competition bill, uh, although that's going nowhere at the moment. He beat McConnell on the debt limit. Uh, he got the bipartisan, the infrastructure deal, which he wasn't really a part of, but like it wouldn't have happened without his whatever, without his go-ahead is okay. It wouldn't have happened without McConnell's okay either. Let's be clear about that. But, um, you know, it's not a, it's not all good. I mean, if let's talk about the pillars of the Democratic agenda over the last 10 years, issues that you and I and Brez have covered our faces off on. <laughs> I mean, there's immigration reform, gun control, uh, nowhere, raising the minimum wage, nowhere, voting rights, nowhere. Uh, this can't be all laid at Schumer's feet, but, you know, he's promised a big and bold agenda. And he's wait, got, wait, wait. Does he want a big and bold agenda, Jake? I've never yeah, heard him say I'm, that before. If I, if I hear that again, I might, like, put my noise-canceling <laughs> headphones on. Um, uh, we have a big and bold agenda here at Punchbowl News. Um, oh, goodness. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, no, so, uh, uh, but he's been, but you know, listen, his 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 defeats have been pretty, pretty stark. And I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to to 
be glib about this because he has a really, really, really hard um, hand to be dealt that he's that he's been dealt right a 50 50 Senate with two Democrats who are really big roadblocks on a lot of issues. But, you know, um, it is it's been a rough row at it. And the thing that's most stark for me, uh, of all the things that he did this year, is he signed that thing that Burgess, our friend Burgess Everett at Politico, broke uh, with Manchin on the Build Back Better Act and um, that that kind of like ransom note of sorts. Um, and uh, Harry Reid would have never done that. Mitch McConnell sure as hell would have never done that. Um, so we wrap up by saying, and I'm curious what you think here, you know, we're not going to give Schumer a grade. Um Based on his own goals, he's fallen short. But, you know, uh, what do you think? What what, what am I missing? You know, it's kind of like you really see a couple things coming through here, right? Kind of the you're only as good as your last victory or as worse as your last defeat. So when you pile up the things over the last year that you just laid out, you know, in terms of some of the enormous hurdles that he has been you know, able to get through in a 50-50 Senate, it's pretty imp- impressive, honestly, right? You've, you've That infrastructure bill, the COVID relief package, I mean, a lot of these things are massively difficult for a very untested, to your point, the reason why we're focusing on him, leader in this role, dealing with a 50-50 Senate longer than any other leader ever has. So I think you have to give him the win on quite a bit of things. I think there's a lot of people who questioned how he was going to lead because he loves to, you know, be on the phone. He's kind of a leader of consensus. And at the same time, you know, he also has had some real strategic missteps and has been willing to go out and particularly of late try to force the hand of his fellow Democrats. And it hasn't worked in his favor with Manchin in particular. That relationship is extremely frayed right now. And he's going to need Joe Manchin to do Anything. So what's hard for me to understand is the last couple of months in Chuck Schumer's leadership. I think you look at the beginning, the first six months, maybe even eight months, and he had quite a few wins. The last couple of months have been pretty brutal. They have been. um, And, you know, remember, this is the first time Schumer, as I said, the first time Schumer's been majority leader. So um, you have to understand he's getting his sea legs under him. Um, He's a creature of Congress. He's been here for decades. But... um, you know, look where they are now on Mansion and Cinema. They've got Mansion and Cinema like they got the whole party primarying him. Schumer's not taking it off the table that he might support a primary challenge to them. I mean, a lot of people in the Capitol, and we could wrap with this, Anna, a lot of people in the Capitol are looking toward that uh, April filing deadline for the primary against Schumer, and they think he'll change after that. I don't know. Um, we'll have to see. But listen, it's let's give it a mixed grade. All right. With that, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. We have some news. The Senator Susan Collins led a bipartisan group of senators that has been exploring reforms to the 1887 Electoral Count Act is holding a Zoom meeting on Monday as they continue to inch toward an agreement. This is a pretty big deal, obviously, in the wake of the Democratic-led effort uh, this week that failed this group of kind of Republicans and Democrats getting the band back together, similar to how they tried and were successful on infrastructure, are, are trying to find a way forward. And But let's be clear, in a much, much, much smaller fashion, right? 
Yeah, but listen, I made the argument this morning, and I, we made the argument this morning that it is a if you're the White House, you get behind this, like, and get behind it quick. Um, the voting rights bill, as the Democrats have conceived, is dead. It is dead. I'm not saying it's good, bad, or indifferent, but it is dead. It's not going anywhere. So do you want a victory here? And can you get a small tailored deal on things you you um, you agree on? The answer to that is yes. I mean, this is a Susan Collins effort that is the same kind of outlines as the bipartisan infrastructure deal. We are going to be covering this very, very, very seriously, um, as you could probably tell, because uh, we are very... Um, where it's very important. Uh, and so just remember, they're trying to talk about reworking the Electoral Count Act of 1887, which is they want to clarify the vice president's role. They want to um, rework how many states are needed to to challenge an election result. They're also talking about uh, grants to uh, protect election workers and electoral grants. So either the White House keeps betting on a losing horse or they jump on this. And it's probably smarter to jump on this at this point. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. We have some more news. A very newsy Friday. Uh, the tally, Punchbowl News' take on the midterm elections and congressional elections in general, has a new item about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Remember her? The leading GOP candidate for governor of Arkansas. She is backing Dave McCormick in the Pennsylvania Senate race. McCormick, a hedge fund executive and U.S. Army combat veteran, Recently jumped into this Republican primary to replace retiring GOP Senator Pat Toomey. Uh, a big deal here in terms of an endorsement and in terms of kind of the Trumpian wing of Republican politics to go and back McCormick. McCormick is a, um, let's put it this way. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the next governor of Arkansas, period. No one's going to beat her. Um She's reordered the political uh, uh, order in that state, and um, and so she is obviously very close to Trump, very tied to Trump. So this is a between this and um, there's a lot of other Trump people involved um, uh, with that campaign, and obviously his wife, uh, Dina Powell McCormick, is a former Trump. Uh, uh, Staffer, very high level national security staffer, also worked for the Bush administration, now is a Goldman Sachs. So this is a big deal. He's running against Mehmet Oz, Dr. Oz of of television and I guess whatever television fame is probably the thing he's known both, you know, most for. Um, And I would just I would be, you know, I, I think this is a big this is obviously a big pickup for 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 McCormick. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.